0: Welcome to Forging the Body of the Witch, a podcast about sorcery, magic, manifestation and all those things that we use to make our lives better. I'm your host, Chris Dambala. Now let's get started. Hi, and welcome back to another episode of Forging the Body of the Witch. Today's topic is called, Are you ready for your magic to actually work? Um, this is an email I sent out to my subscriber and I was always writing it and then posted it. I actually wanted to reflect on it a little bit. Um, now, it seems like... Because of the, there's things when people talk about magic and the more I sort of look at this in the sort of online space, I'm conscious that there is a lot of people who like the idea of it. Um, but for whatever reason either not actually doing it or not getting results or maybe they're getting results and they're not sure how to deal with them. This is sort of my reflection on some of those things that upended my life in a good way, I think. I think most of these things always turn out for the better in in once you scale back a little bit. But I wanted to get to the core of something that I have been thinking around and there's a couple of different ways to uh, think about this. Some other authors who I consider serious occultists or sorcerers um, like to throw out this idea of like um, a monkey paw effect in that you have a magical effect and there's almost like a countervailing sort of ironic twist to it. I'm, I'm not really, I don't think, I think there's a better explanation for that and this is, and I will offer it here. So if you've got the email and you've read that, if you're part of my subscribers, um, this might be for me. I'll, I'll add another couple of things to that. Um, it's a bit of an intimate talk about some, things, some magical results I've had, which they'd be impressive to most people, I would have thought. And, yeah, it's me reflecting and, and giving some advice from getting a couple of battle scars. Um, all good, but rather than, more me reflecting so I can offer you some productive advice to move forward. Otherwise, you know, what's the point of all this really? Like if we're not all helping each other move on. Um, if you're not subscribing, get on there, start subscribing so I can talk to you more closely. Um, anyway, the... The post is about, like, talks about something about 10 years ago, I reckon. Like, I've I've always practiced magic, but sometimes, like a lot of us, we go in bursts, like, you know, when you go hard at something. And I've been working quite closely with um, the Lucky Hoodoo spirits um, that are described in Michael Bertiot's uh, Voodoo Gnostic workbook. I've actually got a copy of uh, Lucky Hoodoo which is a separate text, as well as some other adjacent material. And I've had some contact with people in that space as well. Um, the first 10 chapters of the Voodoo Gnostic workbook are super practical. Um, <clears throat> I think there's often, they, they can, people will often tend to, I'm not saying people, some people have, who aren't actually working with the system, have dismissed it or tried to dismiss it or look at the whole thing. Because it is like the Voodoo Gnostic workbook, if you've read the whole thing, in one well, you're never going to read it in one sitting. But if you actually read it from cover to cover, you would actually, if you didn't come away from that thinking it was insane, I would probably question your sanity um, because <clears throat> it's all over the shop, and it does sort of imply a lot of, um, not imp- yeah, it, it, there's sort of this implied that you've got a lot of prior reading or prior understanding of certain things. The first 10 chapters, though, they can be worked in isolation. Um, I'll talk a little bit about something else that I've got going on in relation to that in a moment. But there's, it's, if you actually work the system, there's way more going on there. It's far more sophisticated than it seems on a first read. So you actually have to work the system. and you so it's, you're, it's, There's some really significant people in the occult world who've worked that system and are working it and continue to get good results. But if you're interested in just making material things happen and there's also a place where you can actually engage with the spirits yourself and move that forward in your own way, uh, there's that too. One thing I'd probably remark upon with that is everyone, and there's some real movers and shakers like, um, you know, David Beth, uh, Hagen Von um Sean Woodward, Myself. There's just qu- quite a few people that have um, obviously taken that system, but taken it in very different directions, and I feel like that's kind of what those spirits or that system wants—that uh, it wants you to engage with it, and then find your own way forward. So there's actually a developmental part of that as well. Um, my, I- I'll, I'll throw out like my personal. Perspective is more towards a witch cult of lucky hoodoo, if I can put it that way, Um, which is I'm sort of developing some things along that, but just that's one of those not safe for work conversations, like, because that's my particular inclination towards the system. And it's also where I've sort of been, I feel like I've been led. I feel like those spirits do tend to lead you in particular directions, some that you might end up going, how how the hell did I end up here? But just obviously don't get led around by the nose and make sure that it's actually taking you somewhere positive. But I was working about 10 years ago, definitely at that point, I was working very closely and quite intensely with those spirits and I was also doing uh, a lot of um, I'll say aggressive sigil magic. I was working quite, um, aggressively in that space and I had some pretty ambitious goals at the time. And I was sort of reflecting on this, looking at a previous journal and I say this, there was some other stuff I was doing, but like in the interest of brevity, I won't bore you with it all. But I had some things around uh, fame, wealth, business, uh, travel, sexual experiences, um there's some other things there obviously meeting magical people um so during this point in time actually just as a side note I don't mention this in there but I was just thinking about then I uh I was at a festival um and I'd done a a quick working actually at the festival and uh it was sort of more around direction and the occult artist um an author aurel defense straight bascule basically walked into um my personal vicinity within about 3 minutes and we struck up a relationship and we, uh, we which progressed from there actually i became an initiate of um his order of the silver dusk and i actually my partner and i actually uh, models in his i think it's in in his white book um so we we're one of the some of the body models in uh, one of his composite Baphomet figure. Um, as a side note, I just thought about that then. Yeah, but so I was doing a lot of work in that space and, and he actually works with the Voodon system as well, um, a- amongst other things. Um, there, there's some other synchronicities attached to that, but I'll leave that to one side. But anyway, for fame. So during about an 18th month period, um, if you've had any experiences that match mine, I don't want to make this a pissing contest, but... Uh, If you have, I'd love to hear from you. So with regards phone, there's a period there where for the best part of three months, it actually went for much longer than this, but I was featured on the front page of most or front pages of most of the page of most of the Australian uh, major newspapers. I end up being interviewed on Channel 10 on the project. Um, I won't, I'm not going to go into that too much but I am going to say this, and this is like me going, um, uh, and this is partly why I use a pseudonym in a lot of my public stuff at the moment. Um, like, so I'd conjured for fame and I got it really quickly and I'd had a, I'd had but a brief brush with it, um, a little bit earlier in my life and went hard again. And here's the thing. Um, A lot of people like the idea of it, and I was not emotionally or psychologically ready for that kind of attention, Um, and attention being like being stopped in the street, photographed in the street, photographers and newspapers turning up at your house. Um, There's a lot that goes with it, and um, if we actually meet in person, we can talk about this. Maybe I'll I'll be a bit more public about it at at some stage, but I'm kind of trying to take my life in a slightly different direction now. I want to be famous for other things if I do want that degree of fame again um, but this isn't just famous in occult circles like in that small pool this is we're talking you know was uh, there wasn't a lot I don't think there was much going on in Australian media at the moment because I was knocking everyone off the front page um, but yeah for, it was quite a confronting period and I actually retreated from it um, and tried not to. I could have actually pushed on that, if I wanted to, um, but I chose not to, and retreated from it. It, it is a bit of a public thing. Uh, well, I can't simply say it's a private thing, but it's something that I kind of, I, I wonder about a little bit now. So I'm a bit, a bit cautious about pushing into that because it, it was actually, in some ways, it could be quite. It was quite dramatic as well. Um, so I'm conscious of pushing too hard. When I bring all this together, in the end, you'll see where I'm going with that. In terms of wealth and business, around the same time, like I, I quit um, a teaching position and um, basically just, felt, I materialised a business which in, in the most extraordinary ways, actually a couple, um, that were actually, they're actually in sort of, they are in the health and fitness space, but I just completely materialised, also materialised Um a gig is like a nutrition consultant on um, like some overseas holiday um, fitness uh, travel stuff. Like with like literally it was – I was just – it felt like I kept just getting pushed in that direction and moved around. I think Gordon White actually says getting moved around the chessboard and it is a little bit like that. I think I've talked about being a leaf caught in a gale and you feel like how the hell – do I keep landing in these positions? Anyway, within short space of leaving uh, a reasonably well-paid t- teaching position as well, I was I, I'd gotten I, I was doing quite well in that. Uh, but I'd more than tripled my income. Um, I was working three days a week max, if you can call it working. Uh, I was paid to travel, so this is where the travel thing comes in: Fiji, Thailand, Bali, all paid for. Businesses later on traveled. So later on, also traveled to Europe. Sorry if there's a bit of a glitch here. I just got interrupted for a second. And so, what else did I talk about? So, just let me regrain my train of thought. So, I intend for. Oh yes, the thing that everyone will want to know about, like sex and relationships. So, and I have some some things to you. So, like, I most want to start this with a cautionary thing, but eventually, like. Materializing sexual partners on tap um, the yeah and, and eventually, like landing with my ideal sexual partner well, I feel um, for advi- for a variety of adventurous reasons and which is yeah I don't know whether to make these things I'll try and keep it reasonably pg um, but and then, then things got way crazy. So, a lot of the weird, crazy sex stuff that you probably think about that happens in all of the different artwork that you see in occult spaces, I got to do a lot of that stuff. Um, and I reckon that comes with a like, much like the stuff with fame. I feel like there is a similar warning there that I would like to express, which is a lot of the stuff that, like. And and I say this in there, so there's some things that I wasn't emotionally or psychologically prepared for and as much as, and this is me trying to be nice and helpful um, and responsible, I think, is I know there's a lot of people, because I'm I'm this way too, like to be completely honest, you enchant for things or you cast spells about things for things have you your particular way of working is and when the reality of it hits it can be quite different to what that is like and sexuality in particular sexual experiences will bring you very very face to face with some they can bring you very face to face with some very confronting situations and at which point you have to ask yourself are you ready for this and that actually brought me to the that, that was the crux of what I was trying to get across in this particular post. Uh, you know, sex bringing, well, it was just not, it's not being careful what you wish for. Um, but with business, I'd manifested these businesses, um, was making a lot, but at the end of 12 months, I was bored out of my skull. And I also felt like a bit of an imposter, largely because I was. Like, I would manifested this with uh, one of them in particular with kind of, like, no experience in business. Um, and I was pulling in a ridiculous amount of money. Didn't I, I was, wasn't aware of a lot of things. And in some ways, it's like, yeah, you live and you learn. Um, but I w- became really quite unhappy as well. So I made a lot of these massive changes, stuff that you should be grateful for, but things don't happen in a vacuum the way you might think they do um so this is me talking as someone who's had some experiences and is telling you if you do magic in a particular way the way what one of the ways i'm not saying it's the only way but i have a particular framework for doing things it will work but you need to be ready for it and the two points that i come down to in the post was like here's the deal So, points, and it's a twofold point, really. So, should that be points? Uh, Maybe the grammar's off. Um, Is one magic can and will rapidly transform your life if that's what you want. Um, You can attract lovers, wealth, fame, and you can transform yourself physically. And all that's totally possible. There's other stuff how far you want to take that, how hard you want to go. Um, But the second point is the important one. So, it's a caveat is if you want your results to be meaningful and you don't want them to cause you any trauma and you want them to be a permanent fixture in your life, you do need to become brutally honest with your own desire and desires. This is a feedback into Crowley's idea of true will here, I suppose. There's echoes of that. And that's because that's a perennial idea, You know that we do need to get very close to what we really want in life. Um, because often we think we want things and then we get it and I can show you a way where you can get it. Um, but once you do it, you might realize it's not if you're choosing. So if you're spending your life pumping through Pornhub and playing video games, I hope this isn't you personally, but let's take the extreme example. Some of those values might not really be yours. Um... And there might not really be one you like. I think you probably need to um be out in the world more, you know. So anyway, you need both reflection and experience. The second part of that is you do need to feel like you deserve your desires. And I, I I've been thinking around this issue for quite some time. And I summarise it in here as I'll read from it. Feeling like you're worthy and deserving of your dies is, desires is essential. As someone who has actually gotten results with their magic, it is irresponsible for me to say otherwise. This is why I stress the need to support things like magical... Uh, things in magical body transformation, like actual work. So if you don't feel like you deserve it, you'll lose it. You'll find a way to lose it. You're, you'll move away from... Like with me, like fame and some... Business, I had to move away from it um, because I didn't feel like I deserved it. The work instills the worth, and you'll you'll feel fake to yourself. And if it's not ap- immediately apparent to other people, it will become that way. Um, so, this is why, in a long-winded way, that I've sort of I, I focus mostly on body transformation stuff um, because there's a direct way that you can do the work. You can, like, uh, I'm actually quite, I, I try not to talk about this too much because I don't want people to look for the easy way. But you can, there's a very good chance if you're doing it properly, you could enchant for some significant body transformation without doing a whole lot of work. Um, but I still feel like the magic will try and put pressure on you at some point And... However this works, so like there's a, there's tons of models, but, you know, a kick in the ball still hurts no matter what the the model is. Um, and you will often, if you get a result, you will have to deal with the, the visceral reality of it. And I feel like you need to, if you do the work alongside it, one, you can actually accelerate your own personal results so you'll get results that may not have been necessarily possible. There's a few ways to come at this in terms of identity change Um, and practical enchantment. They feed into each other. But if you wanted to make it a permanent fixture of your life and keep moving with it, you do need to do the work as well. And I feel like that is a lesson I've had to learn Um, because there's a point where, like, some things happened with, like, in like business that I just kept trying to like enchant my way out of it and pretty much did like um there's some other spirits that I've worked with that maybe I'll, I'll talk about as well uh, so at another point in time um alongside um the hoodoo spirits and some other things um but in some ways like now when I approach things like when I look at ideas like fame it's not to say I won't do this again I might do this very soon in fact um is it does make me a little bit like cautious because i've been there um and i know that mm, in some ways you need to there is definitely a thing about you need to give the more room you can give the magic to work with so if you want you know more sexual partners or you know businesses you are far better off pushing yourself into areas where that might where that magic has a chance to work positively in your life because I, I I try not to do this but like if you close yourself off too much um, you might end up with like it working out in a way that you're not completely at ease with um, I'm not saying it will either like I try and push back on that whole monkey board beware never do any magic um, so that's kind of like where I wanted to take this is if, if you do magic in any of those sort of broad categories, please be doing the work in it as well. Um, so if you are looking at acquiring fame, um, do something that is worthy of it. And for me as like a person who actually, I feel like the more I've gone through life, the more, particularly, I think, particularly since having kids as well, um, the more I I feel a lot more compassion for people. But it's also like, I feel like you need to be, helping people along the way in some in one of those spaces rather than just taking so do your magic um but like please have a positive uh impact on the world i did a couple of things as well in there which actually negative Im- impacted some people which i'm really not happy with um there's a there's some things in my life that i go yep yeah, um i'm actually glad it turned out that way um but sometimes I think I, I could have handled things differently um, and I always try and say rather the, the best revenge and not that I want revenge on anyone. Uh, but you should always be looking to improve your own life, not impacting negatively on other people's. Um, uh, whenever I see, this will be a dig at a few people, definitely is, whenever I see any of those dark as fuck like people who are always trying to curse people or seem to, their lives are always falling apart. Like I just sort of go, oh, for fuck's sake. Um, like you should be, if, if you're so powerful or whatever, this is, I don't even know why I'm giving this lip service, but like you should be, if, if you're one of these people, please like redirect that energy towards like making yourself better and then helping other people. Um, because that is a better way forward so just summarizing if you really want to do magic for big things you can you can certainly make that happen um you can there's a framework for doing it um and but if you want to make your results permanent and positive in your life you do need to feel like you deserve them which means you need to be doing work in that space as well Um, If you put those two things together, some amazing positive things can happen in your life and those you love and for those you want to help. Um, If you want to work with me in this space, and I'm going to pitch this to you because I've pitched it elsewhere, um, yeah, make contact with me. I'll leave my contact details in the show notes. Um, if If you want some advice on working with the spirits that I've worked with, um, in the particular manner that I choose to do. I, I, I'm quite open about talking without one, about that one-on-one um, and my particular sigil strategies, which I've talked about elsewhere, but there's some other stuff I do as well. And if you want to blend that with actual work, bearing in mind my main area of interest is in body transformation. I think all things should stem from that. Um, you incarnate it in a body, make it the way you want it to be. Um, and then you can use that and progress that into other areas of your life. Um, <coughs> sorry, quick quick cough. Um, I'm going to leave it there. Um, if you've got any questions, by all means, um, you can find me on the socials. Um, I'll put my contact details in the show notes. Um, uh, if you don't read the show notes, uh, you can find me at www.sorceryandbodytransformation.com. I would appreciate it if you like, if you share. Go back and listen to some of my other episodes if you like. Um, Thanks so much for listening. I hope this has been helpful to you and I hope you get some positive results in your life. This is Chris. See ya. Bye.